to the Continent of Resistance, a podcast with interviews and discussions on labor movements across Asia. Welcome back to part two of our conversations on Myanmar. In the second part, we'll be turning our attention to gig workers organizing. Our last guest is Komong, a labor organizer who worked previously with workers in the Yangon Industrial Zone and more recently with the riders. So we had a conversation with Komong, and I asked him about his observations from supporting the riders' protest. He shared some interesting details about how riders organize themselves by, for example, using messaging apps. And what happened when they gathered in public spaces to pressure the platform companies? So let's have a listen. Hi, Komal. Thank you so Hello. much for yes. Hi, how are you? Yeah, I'm doing well, and uh, thank you so much for um, giving me this chance to answer and 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 discuss about workers in Myanmar. Thank you. Likewise, yes. So you just wrote a piece on Asian Labor Review. Called horizons of labor organizing in post-coup Myanmar, grab riders yes. on strike, right? It yes. is a really, really, really good one, I have to say. And and in and your article actually gives us a lot of details about riders' working conditions and challenges in terms of organizing as well. And I think it's really interesting when we think about that in the context of. Not only the 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 new organization of work, right, but in the context of political repression, I think this this article has I think has a lot of values in 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 terms of adding new challenges in labor organizing, right. So it seemed to me that uh, despite the repression, you know, writers, for example, with Grab or Food Panda in Myanmar, they continue to uh, to take collective actions. So I I like to start with a question to see what 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 do you observe from from the writer series of protests and, and and strikes recently? So I think the first one is the the social relation existed already in in the writer each other is the is the the one important thing to organize a strike and and it linked with the like the there maybe the discussion between their difficulty experiences and how the uh, had been like like interacted by the the restaurant owner and the 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 other customers and the the, the daily difficulties uh, how they share each other and they are, uh, the same experiences of the 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 important thing and uh, to be united and and also the platform like the 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 viber telegram uh, and and they have a like chat group and they discuss each other the daily difficulties and uh, like the the grievances and the, the the kind of the idea to protest against it that the 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 company uh, started from this kind of of like the the check group and i think they already existed uh because before the coup there there was strike uh against the food panel and also in grab also the there there was a strike and it linked with the uh, the delivery, basic delivery fee, uh, and mainly like the reduction, uh, deduction of of the basic delivery fee for the rider, and also it's same in, in in case of 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 the the strike happen after the coup, and so so I think uh, some important thing here, uh, like uh, things 
after the strike happened, the, the, uh, the, a lot of a lot of like strike force, other people supported the the movement of the rider. Also, the company uh, attempted to solve that problem in two ways. The first one is they hired the one public relation company and to uh, like against the media uh, report, which emphasized on the voice of the rider uh, and how the uh, how like how much the difficulty they are facing right now in the current systems and especially relating to the uh, riders' demand. Like mainly they wanted to like, increase their basic delivery fees uh, from like around 400 checks to the uh, the 670 NMA checks and it is still low but but it is like the rider thinks like uh, it is sufficient for, for them to some extent uh, uh, relatively to the current situation. And when when it started, uh, the strike was static. Uh, the top rider did not join. Uh, but at the start of the at, like uh, the first week of start of, of the the, the protests uh, for the full panel, uh, the majority of rider joined. But uh, but uh, the company understand that like the current the 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 political instability and the economic in- instability will not give chance for the rider to to continue their 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 protest very long. And and lack of organized front is one of the problem. The, the 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 for the for the writer uh so, so, so yeah yeah i i there's so much to unpack but but maybe i have this very curious questions about about risks it, it sounds like from what you said the, the writers were not particularly it didn't sound like they were particularly concerned about the response of the military honda maybe they thought the their demands are very legitimate within you know the company therefore they may not really think that there is a huge risk to them. What? How did you? What? Well, what was your 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 observation? Come on, in terms of the the kind of calculation, understanding of risks to to their action to their strikes. So, like regarding what the response of the military when right out the protests, and I, since then, because of after the like the, the striking protests are quite common uh, uh, since the start of the coup and early months after the coup, like a lot of protests and strike happened, and the military cracked down in various will, even they use the brutal will to crack down these protests. So, so rider reluctant to conduct the protests, but but for Fupana rider, they like it 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 was not protects because they aim to uh, conduct a meeting to go together to the office but it happened like a protest and and the hundreds of riders are in the same place and they are talking to each other but they did not make a public demand or they did not make any kind of like banner at the time but they are in the same uniform so so because of this uh, military and police arrived to crack down uh, and they bring the same uh, representative and and some they think to the to the labor office to solve the problem. So it is the 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 the, the restriction and limitation in the current context for the the rider to they cannot make a kind of like direct strike or protest in a public area to put pressure on the on the office or on the on the brand on the like I mean the company right. So so this is the limitation heaven. Because we talked to Stephen Campbell. Uh, on the situations and labor organizing in Myanmar in general too, right? And one one of the one of the points that I one of the takeaway that I that I learned from that interview, which Kevin led, is that you know in in the post coup Myanmar, uh, workers still you know 
they they have some space to to organize because because the league the 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 labor laws are still in place right they're not can, canceled but in when we think about the the food delivery riders or or the riders i wonder if if the riders uh you know from your observation if they when they when they want to take collective actions when they're doing protests did they did they ever like consider the laws or existence of laws at all when they when they have a discussion about that about the the, the actions yes I think they consider, and even we have a, a kind of discussion about about the how we can use the current legal uh, labor framework to achieve their demand uh, and uh, the resolution process or dispute settlement process in accordance with the current labor law. But the problem is the for rider like. Um, they had been like named as the partner with the corporation right. for the company. So so when they talk about like we call in Burmese like Alodama, right? So it is the uh, the 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 Burmese language uh, for for the workers, right? Like even there's like some discussion in social media. Like there are some people who commented about like commented about about the workers in in the comment of of the some social media posts about the, about the progress of the writer, like like especially uh, like when writer uh, demanded. To have a like life is and like health insurance for the accidents right. uh, happen might happen uh, on, on uh, during the working hour. So, so rather them say like we are not we are not worker uh, because we are the partner we have the contrast and so 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 like we don't think like we might not have a chance to form a, a union under uh, the current labor law or maybe some other rather than that it's not a problem like we are. Uh, the worker in the sense we are working for the the food panda because like in law like whoever uh, engaged in the economic activity with the employer will be called as a worker so we might have a chance to organize a union another law so this is bad but still only the debate happened but but the writer did not like like let to form a union and um, uh, and other and other law and and also another challenge is like uh for the the the, the uh, right now a lot of like the people against the coup and 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 we are especially democratic force are aiming to abolish the military and did share that including the 2008 constitution so so like even there's a uh, the question like if we want to abolish the 2008 constitution like what will help them to the labor law which is and that is the 2008 constitution so we should not use the current legal labor frames to organize a union or to legalize the union but on the other hand like legalization of the union will be some most space for the writer or workers to organize right so uh, another important thing here is that like at the same time the military authority and the the ministry of labor and other military administration wanted to show that like normalization of the industrial zone and we have the leg- the, the the legal legalized trade union and and uh, uh, the the our action against the labor union are not for the legalized trade union but for the unlegalized and uh, who 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 like participated in the the illegal activities and illegal uh like uh, things uh, and and organization so 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 right now uh, military at the same time are trying to show the international community and the other people like we are now promising and and giving chance for the workers to organize another law uh, but but law is the limitation and red line for the everyone who is another the, the labor law right 
Yeah, in in your article, actually, you seem to suggest that some writers do not see the need to form a trade union, and I I wonder if the trade unions are not you know the, not the the frame of reference for the writers to organize themselves. So so what kind of organizations that the writers are you know inspired from to 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 organize themselves? Can you maybe talk maybe talk a little bit? Tell us more about about the form of organizations or the forms of collective action that they take. So I will a little bit explain based on the based on like different um, the corridor. I mean the food panel rider and the grab rider. So uh, for food panel rider. Um, uh, before these to talk about this specifically, uh, the first one is about the the what called the trade union in Burmese we call and if we use the what labor organization the the what is called Lotama Apoesi right so so Tamaga is the trade union and also kind of like trade union will be the Jangna Tamaga and the Tamaga is a kind of the the sensitive word for especially under the military rule because of the the and the the history of these organizations against the military rules and 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 the revolutionary spirit of the what the maga so so some people don't want to use the union because the maga is a little bit problematic in a political way it is kind of the unsafe for the people who is a leader in that kind of organization so we'll use the labor organization so so i mean just want to point out that the the limitation of the understanding and the complexity of the what in our context so this one thing and and um there are some group already existed mainly in in for the writer uh, who are like kind of the member they give the kind of like the weekly uh, membership fees of that kind of group if there's a problem especially accidents happen for them like the group will take care of uh, this kind of cost for uh, the accidents so for writer like kind of the the uh, the social organization to help if there's a problem. They already existed uh, also in Yangon, uh, in Mandalay, mainly writer uh, existed in, in Yemen. Um, apart from that, there's no like uh, the labor organization. But for Grab Rider, like uh, they, even though they don't have the kind of the organized organization or the trade union, but but they have a kind of the 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 close. A social relation each other in a different township uh, and because like uh, they have a kind of this, a place uh, they meet together when they are waiting for the order uh, so they have a discussion and uh, they they ask each other question about their um, uh, the background and they understand uh, it means like there's some kind of the informal like leader kind of the big brother of of, of the group oh and and he has a lot of experience and also he can give you the good advice when you face a problem in your work. Yeah, no, th- thanks for, for sort of illustrating the, the sort of complexity of the issue. Because I think, you know, I, I think maybe Kyung is a better person than me to speak on this because what we're seeing with Scribe, with Fullpender, with other kind of platform based delivery uh, services, workers were often do not take uh, organizing, do not take. Uh, uh, sort of the tree union form, right? You know, sometimes it's, it's as you said, it's for, you know, uh, informal associations, uh, mutual aid groups, etc. And 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 I kind of want to maybe ask a little bit more about what you see as. It sounds like you know, 
even if it doesn't take the formal training, it still could, you know, it could still work pretty well for the purpose of organizing, for the purpose of building this kind of shared, you know, solidarities and and still prepare workers to to take actions, right? As you said, because of the people we sort of talk and, and meet and build up the social relationships. I mean, do you, would you say in this case, in the specific case that actually maybe trade union is not only the only form, it's not only the, not the only form, but maybe it's not the, even the best form for platform workers. Uh, I wonder what you, what your thoughts are on this. I think there are some limitation in case of like the deciding and the decision, how they respond how we all were together, we response against the, the response of the corporation or uh, like deciding the demand or something like that. Because the current informal structure will not give uh, the other writers uh, the, the, the enough space to participate in the decision-making process because the, 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 the people like the big brother or the people with uh, charisma uh, in the social group will have the up, up, upper hand in deciding uh, the, the, the demand. Like, for example, right now, the grab is still happening right now, the, another kind of protest. So I uh, just want to say that, like, sometimes the, the participation, right, or, on the protest or the, the understanding of the problem are different uh, for different writers. So it means that, like, uh, sometimes the democratic the structure will be needed uh, on the ground uh, to decide altogether and, uh, and to win the, the the fight. There will be other people who do not agree the decision need to participate in the in the fight. So so if not, we will not win because grab it also the corporation all over the country and already has the upper hand and also with the uh, the, the political background and context uh, already in a difficulty to fight back. Right. So I think. Um, uh, but the democratic structure and the participation of all of the 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 writer uh, member at least need to be a, like involved in a consideration of like the tactic against this kind of cooperation. Excellent. What well, I have one one follow up questions on um, the connection between political activism and labor activism. There's the tendency to to kind of link labor activism and and or actions of workers that are that can be seen in public space as one kind of political act against against the government or against the the military regime right in thailand is the military ruled governments so i wonder if it's similar in in myanmar that you know when writers that happen to be quite active in the public space now is seen as you know, part of the, you know, anti, anti junta, anti coup, or you know, as civil dis- disobedience act, or not, or or is there any connection or linked between uh, between the two? Um, so, I think if the military, how it also depends on the how military see the the, the people and social movement. Uh, for the military, like there's no. Uh, like classification of the the strike, like it will be against them, or it will be only against the the the, the employer or the, the the company. So if the kind of strike happen on the public area or public space, uh, the authority will take action against uh, this kind of movement. 
especially now and other military rule. So this how it, it was happened and the, the Fupana uh, writer are trying to meet in a one public space to go together to the office, right? But but it it it, it was failed and the police and military arrived and they asked for the reason and, and even even the writer explained that like we are not uh, demanding to kind of the anti-coup or or anti-military regime or something like that, but we trying to solve our problem with the with the with the the, the company. But at the time, military uh, like uh, wanted them to like go back to their home or go back to their their work, and only maybe two or three who can see kind of the representing the other writers to solve the problem. And also people and general public also see that like if there's a strike, it's linked with the the, the, uh, the current political context. And, and even though they are not demanding to abolish the military regime uh, or they're against the coup, but, but people understand that like this is, this is the, the root call is based on the coup and the military regime. Yeah, I think that that's pretty comprehensive. Yeah. All right. I yes. Think, thank you so much. Yeah. Thanks so much, Stephen. And and come on. Thank you. Great. Great. You're listening to the Continent of Resistance. So one of the things that's really interesting is the fact in Myanmar and across much of Asia, either trade unions are absent or there's widespread workers' mistrust of traditional unions in the platform sector. So that, you know, very often organizers have to find new ways of building trust and, and building up informal organizations or associations. I'm wondering what, what's your take from the from the interview? Right. Yeah, I think for me, one of the most important challenges, as Kuomong mentioned, and I totally agree with him, is how to build sustainable organizations for writers, you know, especially with democratic decision-making process in place, right? Because as as, uh, Kuomong said, and, you know, as it's similar in Thailand, uh, most of the writers may not be familiar with labor activism or the labor laws before. But with that said, you know, I was really fascinated by what he said about the the, the mistrust the mistrust mm. of the term trade union or right. the term tamaga in in the bama language because of its association with with the history of revolution or anti uh, military junta so workers prefer to use the term the more neutral term labor organization instead right. which right. right which for me i think that that works pretty well uh with the uh, ongoing self-organizations or grassroots organizing efforts of writers that are anywhere, you know, done largely outside of the the purview of the law. Right. And I think that's a super important point because, you know, very often we see the the, the companies like Grab uh, operating across, for example, many countries in Southeast Asia and, and their practices are very similar. But, you know, workers kind of resistance and they're organizing very much also draws on uh, existing traditions uh, or, you know, it happens in certain historical or political contexts. So, you know, what you mentioned about the, the, the vocabulary, the language and the kind of the political legacy, if you will, political culture, I think it's also 
super interesting to to consider. I am quite curious about your comparison of writers in Myanmar and in Thailand. Because so much of your work, ongoing work, is focused on researching and and working with writers in Thailand, right? Yes, thanks for asking. Yeah, well, I I don't think I have the full picture of of labor activism in Myanmar yet, but from from what I heard from Komo and 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 my observation in Thailand, there there are a few similarities that I that I that I see here, right? And you know, at Komon talked about how writers, for example, grab writers, socialize and get to know each other. Right. That that kind of relationship that leads to to labor organizing is something that's similar, right? And or the 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 fact that the leaders of these groups tend to be a strong men, or you know, what he called big brother, is, mm-hmm. is something that I observed here as well. But um, I think one of the things that I want to highlight is is how these self-organized uh, organizing writers have to navigate what I call industrial conflicts. You right. know, mostly outside of the labor law because mm. you know the platforms are are not regulated or the or the labor laws in 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 both cases refuse to recognize writers as workers. Right. right? For this reason, writers in Thailand and Myanmar, they are trying to find mechanisms to resolve Mm -hmm. their grievances or dispute. You know, they either rely on collective bargaining by taking actions or relying on intervention from government agencies, um, Mm. which is proven to be ineffective or biased, right? For the case of Thailand and Myanmar, where the governments are cracking down on freedom of expression, this this climate, this restrictions in the in the political sphere actually has a lot of impact on abilities of workers to exercise their 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 freedom of association or right to collective bargaining. So I think that's one of yeah, one of the takeaways that I I want to highlight, but for for you, Kevin, what was your one takeaway after our conversations with with the three guests? Yeah, I, I I mean, one thing like there's so much to to think about, but one thing that really resonate with me a lot is this dilemma that one of the dilemmas that Stephen uh, referred to, which is how to talk about the the space for organizing, and I, and I certainly you know right. given my own experience you know there is definitely this question of how much do you emphasize the restrictions right and repression of course it's always important to highlight that uh, and highlight that accurately but if you overemphasize the the restriction and repression uh you sometimes either overlook or ignore the 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 organizing that's still taking mm-hmm. place, right? As creativity of workers, right? Exactly. Uh, exactly. Creativities and agency. Exactly. Because right. despite, you know, actually we very often see some of the most like inspirational and some more most courageous and innovative organizing precisely in some of the most you know repressive environments, right? Right. right. Um, so so you don't want to overemphasize to the extent that everyone just kind of gives up any hope of workers organizing, accessing their own agency. But at the same time, you also don't want to say, oh, everything, you know, there's so much space still, because that also can place into the hands, you know, in the case of Myanmar, the hands of the military junta, which tries to normalize or present the, present Myanmar as this normal 
uh, normalized country. So it's it's right. uh, it's a dilemma. I'm sure that will resonate with a lot of people beyond well beyond the border of Myanmar. Right. Yeah. So you know, and I also just want to say, you know, we are just very extremely fortunate to be able to talk to the two young activists from Myanmar, right, to hear about their experience because we know like they are working under very very restrictive environment and they're taking on a lot of personal risks as well. So I think you know we're just very grateful for their participation、uh, in the interviews. So,、um, Kiang, I you know I, I want to ask about an event that you helped organize over the the last weekend. With delivery riders in Thailand, can you tell tell us about a little bit about the event and how the discussion went? Sure. Yes. So on March 18th, Just Economy and Labor Institute hosted a public event at the Bangkok Art and Cultural Center、right. to discuss the challenges faced by couriers and food delivery riders in Thailand.、Mm. So you might know that actually last week, Thai government has. Dissolved parliament, right? right? So the、yeah. election season has officially begun,、right. and making this event timely, you、mm-hmm. know, to engage with policymakers, politicians,、right. you know, from political parties and the public on on these important issues. Is that is that normal to have politicians to be in this kind of meeting in Thailand? Well, it it is kind of common right now,、mm-hmm. uh, and my sense is that.、Um, Well, right now we, you know, we feel like we have so much power, right? In right. in our event, you know, I was really surprised that, you know, first of all, we 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 got a lot of responses, right? We have representatives from nine political parties, right? Right. And, wow. And at the event, you know, even though it was hot and it was、uh, it was in the afternoon, it was tiring. They just sat through all of those、uh, <laughs> without any complaints, right? Right. right? So. Yeah, so it was it was time for for、uh, I think for the people to、mm. to feel that power that they have over、right. over politicians or、right. over the political parties.、Mm. But you know, with that said, everyone you know the writers themselves said, "Well, it's great to hear、um, about all of these proposed solutions, right? right? It's good to get recognized. It was the first time that you know we." Explicitly talked about、um, significance of riders and、right. and importance of and the seriousness of of the accidents、mm. and health and safety issues among、right. riders.、Uh, it's great to hear from politicians, but they said, "Well, but we are still, you know, cautious. We don't know if you know all of these are going to be just you know empty promises, or are they、right. going to actually do anything once they get elected." Right, yeah, but、um, yeah, but what we did on that Saturday was really interesting because you know we have writer representatives share their experiences on on accidents, on health and and、right. safety, and you know, and a lot of issues that we talked about were actually not considered like traditional occupational health and safety issues. Right, right, right. Like for example, one senior writer mentioned that he because he had to wear a heavy and bulky helmet. For、right. many many hours per day, so he develops like、uh, constant headaches, and、um, recently he had a stroke,、mm. which you know, unfortunately he he had to stop working and、mm. he, he's taking a break, right? 
and and also one writer talked about sexual harassment and and there's discussion about sexual harassment faced by both male and female writers. So that's uh, that was, that conversation was really really interesting. Right. No, that that's really important, right? Both in terms of the you know maybe a unanticipated kinds of uh, occupational health and safety issues, as you mentioned the. The headaches and uh, the stroke, but also like it's super interesting also to hear about uh, the the writers discussing sexual harassment, right? Uh, because maybe when we think about har- sexual harassment, we associate with maybe in the workplace or in the office, right. but you know maybe on the road, I or yeah. in the interaction with the customers, there also could be instances of sexual harassment that maybe some people are are not anticipating, right? Right, like you know, you you talked about workplace and and writers in Thailand. They 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 said that you know the workplace now their workplace is the road is on the street, right? And right. they they ride motorcycles for many many hours, and some of them do a passenger delivery, right? Which right. you know put them into some kind of exposure. You know when you when you have to work late at night or when you have to go to somewhere a remote, you know. Mm. Um, but I just wanna wanna end this conversation with one or two important takeaway, right. you know, from the from the engagement with political parties. Uh, yeah. I think I we can say that um, there is a consensus among all the parties that the the accidents, the health and safety issues among writers are really really urgent. You know, right. and and everyone recognized the urgency and the needs for solutions. But you know, not all the parties agree on uh, on the issues of classifications or mm. you know whether or not they're employees. Although many or most of the parties actually insist or propose that uh, the writers should be considered employees uh, already right. by, by the right. law, right. and you know, actually one well-known. Politician who is also a former finance minister, he mm. committed to to writers' employees' rights or, or labor rights by saying that you know after the events he's gonna file a petition with the National Human Rights Commissioners um, to to rule that the 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 lack of law enforcement or you know the way that the Ministry of Labor in Thailand did not or has not already. Enforce the labor law right. uh, with with the writers is is something wrong and 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 we need to fix that. That that's that's one of the I think that's one of the highlights I want to mention. But you know, even though you know this politician actually after the event he actually did go to the the National Human Rights Commissioner's office, right. uh, but he uh, worked with individual writers to sign petitions rather than mm-hmm. working with their organizations to do collective support for his petitions. Right, right, right. No, th- thanks for sharing this. This is like super interesting and and definitely even more so because it's the election season. So please uh, keep us updated on, on on the progress. I'm sure this is just one event and there will be more events and, and conversation conversations to come so thanks for so much Ken, for sharing that with us and and hopefully i can join one of those uh, future events in person as well thank you kevin you have been listening to the continent of resistance podcast you can download our latest episode on apple podcast or spotify 
You can also visit our website at laborreview.org. See you until next time.